0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.
1: So we made it to a second episode. In for his stream close-up today, Dragomir Gago Mirsic. But before we get started, we have a little housekeeping to attend to. It seems we have a Twitter account. So if you want to reach out with comments or ideas for the show, hit us up at Stream close Up on Twitter. Uh, we'll try to put stuff up there on a regular basis. Uh, we put up some links to the videos that we talked to Amir Shamdin about in episode one, so you can find those there. Once again, we're on Twitter, at Stream Closeup. Well, we're really happy that you found us. I'm Brian Laffin. This podcast is produced by Jose Fernandez. And let's get to it. This is episode two of Stream Close-Up. Drop a beat, Jose. Joining us for his stream close up today, Dragomir Gago Mirsic. As a teenager, Gago won a Nordic championship in Taekwondo. And shortly after that success, he was convicted for bank robbery. He's coached at an elite level and covered the Olympic Games as an expert commentator. He's probably best known for his role as Murado in Snaba Cash or for his turn as Kunz, opposite Tom Cruise in the Hollywood blockbuster, Edge of Tomorrow. As we will learn, Gago has had a very busy year. He's here to talk to us about his latest project, the police drama, Alex. To say the least, this man has some stories to tell. Welcome to the show, Dragomir Gago Mirsich. Thank you, sir. You're here today promoting your latest project, which is Alex. It's a yeah. brand new series about to release on Via Play. It's exciting stuff. Yeah. What can you tell us about Alex
2: and your character without giving too much away? Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's a father with a lot of uh, uh, like love and empathy in himself, and in the same time, he's a uh, uh, like a street-level corrupt cop. Okay, uh, so he's a cop. Yeah, he's a cop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, he's trying to figure out things his own way. Like he uh, he knows that uh, you can't go by the rules. So he bends a little bit on the rules. Solves problems realistically. Uh, yeah, exactly. You can say it like that. Okay. And I understand that your son has a role in this. Yeah, he plays my son.
1: Nice. Have you worked with him before on anything?
2: Uh, yeah, we did uh, this trailer like uh, seven years ago. It's more like a short movie, half an hour. And uh, he was also a little bit in uh, Easy Money, the okay. first one. Okay, wow. What, what role did he have there? Uh, he was uh, a little bit... Uh, stronger than an extra. He was in the shop and I was following him and his father. Okay, and uh, b- bought the same thing in the store because oh, I right, didn't right. know what to yeah. buy. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I remember yeah, that yeah. scene
1: when you, your daughter c- climbs yeah, back Daniel into really your life. Daniel
2: want, really wanted him because we couldn't take somebody in from Gothenburg, but Daniel said Espinosa, I want him, so you have to take him from Stockholm here. So <laughs> very yeah. nice, very. He nice. So you, something in him, talent. So
1: so hang on, he has the same career arc as you. Breaks through in a Cash. Yeah, yeah, and now was yeah, yeah. working on Alex. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and I guess you know everyone knows you from your breakthrough Snabba Cash, but you've been working with film for a little bit
2: longer than that, actually. Yeah, yeah. I started like uh, maybe like 11, 12 years ago, a little bit like uh, played like X-Ray and Exit mm-hmm. and uh, Gangster and some other small things. Mm-hmm. And then I did uh, Leo, mm-hmm. a Yusuf Fares movie. Yeah. Uh, then I did Wallander also, some small part in that. Mm-hmm. Then I think I uh, Easy Money came uh, Boom. Or Snabba Cash. Boom. And we'll go back
1: to all of that, but you're having a moment or a a year. I mean, I guess I'd call this the year of Gago. Uh, Mm -hmm. January started with uh, Inanvidor on SVT,
2: and you have a role there. where you are playing a cop? Uh, In... uh... In -In Inanvidor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm? I am playing a cop. I I was really actually uh, planting him uh, for Alex. Uh Aha! Yeah, because he's working in Stockholm, with murders and that and mm-hmm. then I, I told them if you're going to call me something call me Alex but they didn't uh, know because <laughs> <laughs> I, I know then he's going to move from Stockholm to Göteborg because uh, Alex is working in, in uh, like a cop in Gothenburg. so okay. that was my little bit secret mission
1: <laughs> start planting the seeds yeah, there yeah. and I know uh, Nicholas Rockström is a writer on In
2: Anvidor he's also working
1: with you guys on Alex?
2: yeah yeah. he was one of the latest uh, scriptwriters in Alex. We have been like working with almost 10 scriptwriters from the beginning because I worked with this project for eight years now, uh, like, uh, yeah, in physically. Right?
1: You hear that, kids? If you want to get something done, you have to really be persistent in yeah, this business. patience and persistence, that's the key word, man. Uh, uh, you did another feature film this year, Drum*, where you play a coach. Uh, it's got David Nzinga who's in Hassel in it that came out this year as
2: well yeah it's coming we, we're coming? working still working on okay. that uh, project yeah so when do we see that uh, I have to talk to De Zenga about that because I'm uh, he's uh, I am ha- have so much that I'm working on now that I'm putting all my 100% focus. I
1: know, we're only scratching the surface here. Yeah, yeah. You've got uh, three other feature films in production or pre-production where you're acting and working in a producing yeah. role?
2: Yeah, uh, I'm coming out with one, KEDA, in November, that I did in Darmark two years ago. Mm. Uh, uh, it's a future movie also with uh, Stina Ekblad and Sofia Helene. <laughs> it's coming out in November. Then uh, Bonus Familia 2 is coming out in January that I'm in, and then I'm working on season two and uh, on Alex and uh, two other uh, projects And I'm going working on in December with an international project that I'm going to shoot in Belgium, Finland, and Georgia.
1: Okay, and all of that, we didn't even mention Torpedona. Yeah, season yeah. two Torpina. is going out
2: there. Yeah, yeah, it's coming out. We won the crystal.
1: Congratulations, yeah, way to go. Torpiduna. Way yeah. to go. Nice. This is This is a real sea change happening here. You know, for the first time this year, we have... Shows that are produced by non-linear companies that are starting to win these big awards. Yeah. I mean, it's happened in the states, but it's finally starting to happen here in Scandinavia in yeah. a nice way. It must be an exciting time to be a content creator here now that there's so many more options, places to go with your work.
2: Yeah, exactly. That's that's the that's so nice when you have like uh, to go to like two pe- two production companies. Now you have like ten, so it's. uh is give you uh, options to people uh, to more people to get uh creative uh, get involved in this uh, and it's not so closed the door is uh, you have more door to open and we have place one of the one who have some uh, how you say to not be they they there so you really feel that as a as
1: a creator now that, that that it's a time to be here in Scandinavia making television making film
2: yeah i th- think is uh, the right place now uh to be Scandinavia is really good because we have been in the i say loop now for a while, mm. so now it's just uh, you have more options and options gives opportunity so and you seem to you be just taking be advantage of these opportunities yeah, yeah, in a big I'm way. I'm grateful that I'm in the loops.
1: So. And if if that's not enough, I hear you also uh, working on, on some video games, doing some voicing and some characters.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm actually in Payday Two character Dragon, mm-hmm. who's uh, like a hard guy. Yeah, hard guy. <laughs> he makes the nice heist. Uh, then I'm also in a, a new video game that's coming out in a uh, couple of months do do people recognize
1: you from the video game i mean that game yeah game, that was yeah crazy.
2: yeah because you know uh, gamers are really like they really love their fans like mm-hmm. they are the real so, so i like them i have from china from everywhere around the world because you have gamers everywhere and they are really faithful man they,
1: <laughs> they... That, that's an odd phenomenon you're a well-known actor, you've been in some huge films, I mean, some massive budget films, for example, but people know you as a gamer. That's, that's fascinating also, yeah,
2: to me. Yeah. And also, of course, from the movies also, because mm-hmm. I, I have the, uh, like a, a great luck to be in uh, not too many, but great yeah. productions. Some pretty interesting uh, stuff. So that's, uh, I, I, I don't like to jump in everything. I try to be a little bit selective with what I do. Hang
1: on, you're working on, wait, 13 things right now? You don't jump into everything? <laughs> no, I have more
2: thing offer out there, man. <laughs> wow, you must be in a
1: high, high demand. Uh, and okay, so you're doing film, you're doing television, you're doing games, and you're
2: also running your gym still? Uh, no. No, okay. Uh, two years ago, I'm I still in it, okay. but I don't have the time. To so be, yeah. my wife and uh, I have a guy who is taking my part.
1: Okay, but so you still have ownership yeah, there, yeah, but you're yeah. not you're not there hands on okay. the same way. All right, uh, I want to go through all these films that we've mentioned and talk a little bit about each of them. Mm-hmm. But I'd like to go back a little bit before all of this. I mean, a lot of people are familiar with your story. Uh, you have quite the experience before you even started talking about going into film. I mean. Uh, you came up a little bit hard, if I can say it that way, uh, but you were you were very accomplished even as a very young man. What were you seventeen, eighteen years old when you won the Nordic Championship in Taekwondo?
2: Yeah, yeah, I was uh, eighteen years when I won the Scandinavian Championship in Taekwondo, and black belt greed, first down. And that must take amazing discipline to reach that kind of level. Yeah, of course. And my my teacher, he was like uh, the, the uh, who who started with taekwondo he was from korea so it was like discipline was the first thing and in inner strength so and that's why i like to train because i have a little bit uh, rough home not so much and uh, all kids like discipline uh, so when i always when i remember when i went to my training it was like everybody was equal everybody was respected each other and uh it was like uh, uh, like uh, it was, uh, I felt like more like a home. This way, you should be in a home too. Okay, so you found something you wanted to be. Yeah, part yeah, of yeah. Him. So and I, my idol was Bruce Lee. Also, so <laughs> I wanted to accomplish things like him to make uh, he, my own martial art and uh, make movies. And uh,
1: so you're on your way. I don't think Bruce Lee did any video games.
2: N- no, I'm uh, ahead of him now. So <laughs> nice! Stuff. Wow! So
1: that must be pretty satisfying to look back and realize, hey, as a kid, I was a Bruce Lee fan. I had this dream, and I'm actually
2: doing it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's uh, sometimes I have to uh, like stop and think, like. Uh, I, I was a little bit like uh, when I was young, scared to not be a part of the society. Cause for me, it doesn't matter what I, I was not thinking to be like a movie star, but I always felt that I had something in me more than uh, nine to four work. Mm, yeah, uh, And uh, I was a lot of, when I was young, uh, 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 a child, I was a lot alone. So I th- uh, was thinking a lot and uh, I have a, a lot of, uh, things that I want to do, and now I'm not doing it, so I'm really satisfied.
1: So you've wanted this from a young age. Yeah, That's yeah, amazing. yeah. Very good yeah. stuff. Uh, but you took a little sidestep along the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, and we talk about little sidestep, maybe we should say a very big sidestep. You yeah, were part of what was at the time the biggest heist in Swedish history. Yeah, what, I think what, it's what le- one of the biggest
2: in the world, what, actually. What
1: leads a young man to make that decision?
2: For me, I, I can only talk from from my side. Yep. Uh, for me, it was like uh, I had like uh, uh, a lot of energy. I want to do something, and uh, uh, I did everything. Everybody again went to college. I went to like I have my driving license, all the basic thing. Check, uh,
1: check, check, yeah, check, check, a-
2: check, and. Uh, a little bit hard to get to get work. Mm-hmm. My parents didn't put me in, the, in Sweden. We have some care. You get apartments when yeah. you. Yeah. So I didn't. Uh, I tried to get a job. It, it couldn't find it. They, it, nobody could give me money and that's So I was thinking, and I was still watching a lot of movies. I was loved Point Break. Uh-oh. you know? Uh oh. <laughs> and so I was thinking I can do that too. Mm-hmm. In, and it started in Sweden robberies and that um, a little bit uh, like. Uh, hey, heist was, a, I say, in to
1: do. Yeah, I was going to say, is it like you were romanticizing a little bit of it too, or was it like a romantic thought as much uh, as anything else?
2: <laughs> I'm not like romantic, but I knew I could do it like uh, better than uh, uh, the rest, and it was also like that. Mm-hmm. Is uh, I, I just want to go in and out, no violence, just uh, I was just in there for the money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was maybe uh, the rush but first of all it was the money mm-hmm. i needed really the money because the society is all about the money yeah the money is the i think the worst uh, things that people do uh, you know it's like
1: it's, oh. it's a measuring stick it's the yeah. lubricant it yeah, is yeah a, yeah yeah oh. okay so you you get into this bit of trouble and uh despite your your certainty that you can do it better, it doesn't quite work out for you guys. Uh, DNA,
2: yeah, people talking, I, things things fall yeah, apart the, at, the, yeah, end of, at the end of the six years, they caught us six years later.
1: Were you, I don't know how much you want to talk, were you in Sweden this time, are you yeah. on the run? Or?
2: No, no, I was in Sweden, I, I was on the run, uh, like, I have been on the run uh, uh, three times. I escaped from the court, I was on the front page uh, in all newspapers when I was twenty years old, I escaped, and I was like then in the Swedish national team, so it was like a little bit uh, uh yeah, the headline
1: the scandal yeah, yeah, yeah. L- l- let me ask you about this now so and you end up you end up going to jail for this yeah so that, that's that's serious stuff, and not everyone sort of can recover from this, and you 've done this pivot to yeah because
2: this- i i I saw I knew how it's gonna go with you if you are on that road. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise you're gonna be going to jail in oh, an right. hour, or you're gonna die or you're gonna uh, die in uh, drug abuses like my uh, brother and sister mm-hmm. and my father and my friends have uh, <sighs> gone that way. So, so I knew that I have to take a step at the side. And uh, when I came out from prison in 99, I was like, now I, it's over. Yeah, but it's still, I mean, it's not like
1: everyone's looking to hire you after you have that credit no, on no, your- No, no,
2: mm-hmm. no, I knew it. it's gonna be, I was so scared, man. I was just scared to go back to school to talk about what uh, I have done hmm. to people. I don't want to sit in the classroom and lie to people. I have been done done this for 10 years working. I, I can't say I'm a mm-hmm. robber. i am been in prison because people judge you. Yeah, of course. Uh, really easy these days and always. Oh, we love rushing to judgment. That's the sport of the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was really scared. But uh, I, I like to do things that I'm scared of.
1: And when, when you came out, you said you started studying. Was that uh, Boson? Was that going into...
2: Yeah, exactly. I started to study at Bosan, And in the same time... Yeah,
1: for, for people who don't know what it is, that's an elite uh, athletics yeah. center. I mean, people train for the Olympics. Yeah, they they yeah. come from all over the world to do this Exactly.
2: Stuff. And uh, I was studying for four years. And uh, in the same t- time, I got a job. A mm-hmm. so like trainer in the Swedish top team. Uh, the Olymp- by the Olympic
1: top the team. The Swedish Olympic committee. So that's like a welcome back for anchoring, put on yeah, a stamp that like, says I'm doing something right.
2: Yeah, and I was like, uh, okay, my first job, and I haven't I, I haven't yet started a school. Mm-hmm. I am not finished with my school. I get a job as a trainer in the Swedish Olympic top team. Nice start. I was like, this is like, okay. They're going to call me soon when they know my background and you uh, sorry. And I understand them mm-hmm. if they do that because this is the Olympic team. Yeah. And I uh, was, have maybe been out for eight months or one year uh, for bank robberies, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's not uh, easy. And uh, people called the, the, the sports chief there to complain, manager to complain. But he said, okay, I see what Dragom is doing. Who the fuck are you?
1: Okay. He's going to let you stand yeah, on he your let own. Me,
2: and I am always grateful to him and always like he showed me that and it's like a swedish guy i'm a serb and from criminal background and blah 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 and he still was like no worries man Yeah, but and i showed him
1: yeah but somewhere you're also a taekwondo champion and an athlete with discipline also yeah yeah
2: yeah uh, and uh everybody can go on the wrong way you know so it's uh And everybody has to a second chance, Mm -hmm. and I took my chance there. Then I started my own gym uh, and my own training way. Mm -hmm. Uh, Only training with your body. Okay. Uh, So uh, and I I got like a lot of producers and actors coming to train at my place, and uh, so that's how I came into the movies.
1: Let let, let me. I want to keep going down there, but one quick question. This this story that you've just told me sounds like something from fiction. You know, the bank robbery when I read about the whole thing. Yeah, it's great. You're a producer yourself. Is this something you've ever thought about putting on film as a story? Yeah,
2: of course. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I have, and uh, I'm u- I use my uh, experience from that, from all the people I have met. You know, I have uh, sit down with uh, terrorists with all kinds of people, and just talk to them. All that input I get... Uh, from different kind of people i talked i've been with athletes olympian champions musicians actors uh, producers directors uh, the biggest the smallest and now you're stuck here with us yeah yeah <laughs> and I, with the, i work with kids from four years old in at my gym for 10 years i have like 80 kids every week to take care of so i have the the big spread you know with people social people so that, I use that a lot, and, and, and the small thing that you, you can't read about, the details, yeah. in, if you make a robbery or, not, or a heist or something else, you know. Yeah, so, that's
1: where the story is. Everyone the sees the headline, yeah. yeah. But I'm sure that you guys have well, yeah. some story looking about. And, and just, I, we don't want to drag anyone else into it, but the guys you were running with, they were actually working on a film at the time when this is going down. They are working on Circona. Uh, what do you mean? When the, when you guys did the heist, one of the guys you were w- running with, he was working on that film Cirque at the time.
2: Ah, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, uh, he was, uh, uh, yeah. We did that heist. Then after that, I stopped. I started to work with somebody else. Okay, because uh, uh, I didn't. Uh, you can't be in two worlds. Okay, for me, otherwise you are heist. You do heist, or you are a person for the people. Okay, and. Uh, so he did his choice and I did my choice. So S- separate ways, after right? that, we did, did, did separate ways. I, I
1: just think it's fascinating that there's a, like a film going on in the background. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Another that's dimension it, to
2: the storytelling. Like, yeah, no yeah, yeah. On that's there. what's crazy, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, but again, not everyone makes the move from sort of having that background to where you've come. I would really say congratulations. Yeah, thank you, Congratulations thank on you. all of it. Uh, once again, everyone knows you, I guess, from of Cash in 2010. That was sort of a, a big break, but as you said, you worked on a couple of things prior to that. Yusuf um, Leo, yeah, and, uh, and Gangster. Yeah, exactly. And so that was through Connections at the Gym? Is that where you were heading there? So with yeah, that? Sure.
2: yeah, I was heading there. I uh, worked, and uh, he's a personal friend of mine, Malte Forskjall. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said to me, Yusuf is working on a movie for a couple of years now. Uh, Leo, he's really trying to get uh, some badass uh, actors uh, from Serbia, he won. So can you help me him out? And I said, for sure, man. So I met up with uh, Yusuf and I found like 10 uh, guys mm-hmm. and they tried out and uh, uh, he was like, ah, can you try? You're not a casting director, you're an actor. Yeah, can, can, <laughs> you, can you try? He said, I said, no, man, I can't. Uh, joking, this is like a joke. I, I want to do serious things, but do, do serious. Do like you want to do to harass this guy. I said, like I want to do? He said, yeah, man. And I did like I wanted to say, come on, like, please. And, that's and that the, movie we did, with we, we didn't have one page of script. Everything was improvising the whole movie. We just came to set. This we're going to do today. Do so, like you want to do.
1: Sounds like the evil version of Larry David. Right? <laughs> yeah. <man. laughs> so, so then you have a taste for it. You think yeah, this, yeah. this is really what I want to yeah.
2: do? I uh, people was oh you you really good on the screen. You have a okay. Charisma, and uh, you're going to do this more. I was like, ah, if the opportunities come, I'm doing my stuff now. Okay, so how does the snubber Cash opportunity come then? Uh, Daniel Espinosa was actually uh, assisting Josef in Leo. Okay, so uh, And he liked me there, so he uh, called me and said, can you cast for another part in Easy Money? Because Mrado mm. in Easy Money, in the book, he's uh, two meter and like, Mm. One, ah, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, but do, you
1: have a menace that doesn't doesn't have anything to do with size on yeah, the screen. I, it works. <laughs> yeah,
2: Daniel told he got like a lot of yeah. big guys, you know, and he said uh, in some interview, everyone that came in, I compared uh, with Dragon. Uh, they were uh, acting, and he, uh, I try not to act when I, I don't know how I, so and he said, okay, do you want to do this part, Mrado? I said, absolutely. On. Uh, let's try it out. And it worked.
1: And there, there's a lot of range. I mean, sure, there's the menacing Rad. I mean, they, they, that establishing shot when you guys go in and, you know, wipe out the security at the restaurant. And there's a real menace there. But then that's a character who's sort of also becoming an old head. He's not the first one that wants to go to war. Like- and then he's got the issue when his daughter's in his life and he's living in those two worlds. So it's not just you being this menacing guy. There's a lot going on there. It really is a great
2: role. Yeah, it's uh, I like it because uh, like uh, uh, Mirado he has a uh, lot of emotion uh, in himself and empathy. And he's, uh, like I said, one, uh, the one guy who is thinking and saying correct thing to Jv uh, uh, Joel Kinnaman. Yeah. And like, this is a world you... You yeah, won't be in. Yeah, Everybody it, thinking of themselves. Everybody's going to have that.
1: Yeah, that's also the weird part. You've kind of become his
2: mentor. Uh, exactly. Know? This is what's going to happen to you, dude. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I'm telling him, and when I killed them when we do this yeah. uh, uh, heist and take their coke from them, yeah. they, I killed them. I killed them because of him because I know they're going to come after him, him, right? You know, so it's for uh, all the bad things he do, He's He has something, he's not doing them from evil. Mm. You have to do them like from some other place, yeah, yeah real
1: yeah. human emotions. Yeah, that, yeah, right? yeah. God, it looks so evil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And it, that's uh, the strange thing, he like kills a lot of people, but still people loves him.
1: Uh, let me ask, Snabakesh, the book was a success, Easy Money. When you're doing the film, do you feel that it's gonna be as
2: big as it is? I mean, cause it really made a mark. Yeah, yeah. when you're doing book, you're, all, you're always a little bit scared, you know, cause uh, people who read books, they want you to film every page. In the book, you know,
1: yeah, you're right? That's not how I would have done
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you are, you are, you know, that they're gonna compare it, and it's gonna be. Uh, yeah. But uh, I, did, I think we succeed. Uh, you absolutely, but again, then, did you feel like while you're making it that this is gonna be a hit, or do you have any idea while you're doing uh, no. it? No, no, not not a hit like that. Okay, no, I, I was feeling that I'm doing something good, because when we re- read the script and everyone, I felt this is not like something you have the, been done before in Sweden. And uh, uh, it came from a lawyer, Jens Lapidus, yeah. uh, and he was, he's was he been in it. He's not just a regular scriptwriter. It's a lawyer who's sit down with these guys and, you know, so he has a little bit of details. Because yeah. they had told him, so.
1: Uh, It's again, great role. And uh, I watched it again just to get ready for this interview. I really had a great time watching it. Really a lot going on there. Uh, We'll take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to talk about Hollywood blockbusters and talk a little more about Alex with Gago. This is Stream Close Up.
0: Ready to pop the question? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
1: Yeah, welcome back. We're here with Dragomir Gago Mirsich, the star of Via Play's latest release, Alex. We're running through his career. We've talked about Snobba Cash and a few other incidents from your life. Uh, We don't have to go back any further on, on those. But after Snobba Cash, which is quite a success here in Scandinavia, you end up in one of the biggest films of the time, Edge of Tomorrow, starring yeah. Tom Cruise. And that's a film with uh, almost a $200 million budget. Yeah, that's what's crazy. First of all, how, how do you end up as Kunz, the man of few words, on Edge of Tomorrow?
2: How does that happen? Uh, uh, it was my agent, Laura munster She sent me to London to meet up with some uh, casting agencies to, uh, to uh, you know, just to meet and they get, she didn't want me to send some tapes or, uh, you know, she wanted a personal uh, mm. feeling of me. And they uh, said, we have some, maybe a part for you. Uh, and uh, then the same summer came and they, they sent me a script to send the tape. So I sent two two tapes, I think.
1: Hang on now. They send you a script. You have like one line in the
2: film. It's yeah, a great line. Yeah, yeah. But it was a, a script they send because <laughs> this guy has no lines. In all you need is skill. Is based on a book. Yeah, you know. So he's. I think he's deaf or something. Mm. So uh, I I tried out for that and I went uh, down down to London, UK to see uh, meet up with Doug Lyman and uh, Irving Stoff, the producer, mm. and. Uh, on that way,
1: and, and and how do you feel like on a set? That's where they're putting that much into the budget. What's the difference like on between that and Snobba Cash? <sighs> I mean, Not many people have that experience. It'd be great to hear
2: what uh, that's like uh, uh, on set. Sometimes um, it it should not be so much different because because uh, uh, everybody is working, you know, uh, 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 like hundred percent you know in but uh, of course when it's uh, you know you 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 have everything when you do a hollywood production they really really know how to take care of the actors for for my part it was like that and uh, and like everybody uh, who has their own mission in, is doing it 100% and nobody can else can touch you do what you're doing so everybody's like I don't know if they know they can be changed fast or or what 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 what, what it is but it's a little bit more in everybody is a little bit more focused but when we did easy money it was like uh, uh on set for me it was the same because it's a, it's a, a set a you're, set you are in, in a character you're yeah, in a yeah, story yeah yeah you don't uh, think so much about uh, the show around you what happens mm. and if it's a uh, uh, of course it was uh, Tom Cruise next to me. I can say it was the s- uh, same, uh, but uh, you know, uh, I-, I had bad days uh, when I was shooting uh, Edge of Tomorrow because it, w- it was really, really tough shooting. Physically tough. Yeah, yeah, 45 kilos, uh, this uh, the suit, yeah. suit we had on us. Well, and, and you have and- to
1: do it over and over and, yeah, and over yeah.
2: again. <laughs> so uh, sometimes I was like, oh, I, I just want to go. Then I was, uh, next to me is Tom Cruise. Uh, Doug Lyman is directing. Okay, guys, come on. <laughs> have a good day. Yeah, yeah. A, yeah this is yeah. a good day. Somehow, yeah, this is a good day, man. So, and, and what was that like working with Tom Cruise? What was he like? He he was really cool, man. He was uh, really like taking care of everybody, uh, talking with us. He was like uh, the first uh, day we met him. He just said to us, "Guys, anything I have, you should have. So you just tell me." So he so was generous. He was, guy. He, he was like a friend on. uh Like really thinking on everybody. He he was talking to the extras. He's a cool guy, man.
1: Nice, nice to hear. Tell me, where did you shoot that? Is that on a
2: soundstage somewhere? Uh, It was uh, the studio set in uh, Livingstone or something, uh, in in London, London, everything was in London, yeah. Okay.
1: So that's the high point of your acting career? I mean, I know it's not the starring role, but do you describe that as the high point of your acting career because it's such a big film?
2: I think uh, Alex is my high point. There you go. Because I I created all this and I have worked with this. uh, uh, So for my emotions and my, like, uh, it's Alex, but... uh, to be like, uh, oh, uh, it, it's not every day you you do a sci-fi movie, first of all. Yeah, no, not everyone gets the chance. Exactly. And uh, to work with Tom Cruise and Doug Lyman, Emily Blunt, Bill Paxton, all the other guys, uh, it was like... The first three weeks, I, I thought, hey, they're gonna call me and say, "Sorry, we made a mistake." I go back to Stockholm, Sweden. <laughs> Seems like a recurring theme for you. <laughs> yeah, so so y- y- I y- I should not play cool. I yeah, it's the same to do. You know, of course, it uh, was special and it was my first thing. You know, look on screen, you fit right in with them. There's no, yeah, there's thank that, you.
1: None of that none of that comes through at all. Thank you. And I like there's a little humor around your character. Yeah, so yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a neat thing. But let, let's get back to Alex then. You said you've been working on this for this has been in your, you've been working on this for over 10 years. You yeah. had the thought, the idea for the character. So as long as you've been acting in a little bit longer, yeah. Alex has been something that you've been kicking around. Yeah. So how does it go from this idea, this dream to actually getting it produced
2: and getting it out <sighs> so people can see it? Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's uh, a long uh, way, but uh, uh, I know when something is good, I have always uh, in, all kind of different of aspects I've been in so I felt when I uh, I always have watched crime movies and cop with cops and since I was a kid like with Alain Delon Jean-Paul Belmond and uh, Dirty Harry Colombo, Beretta the classics uh, yeah the classic, and the last like uh, two decades especially in Sweden and Scandinavia it's been a special uh, uh, type of crime movie cop movies mm-hmm. it's often an older guy who has somebody who's working for them or a cup or a girl like and a male cup, two cups like that wo- brewing, uh, yeah, area. that's working together and uh, you know, or so, like an you know, older that somebody is working for him. So I wanted to take the cup to the street and I know we have that kind of cup because I have firsthand experience of my life with the, uh, cop, similar working, similar Alex. Okay. And uh, so I was thinking, we have to do this.
1: And, and part of the story is, so Alex is a corrupt cop who's trying to come back?
2: In some way, in some way. He, he, he wants to come back, but he knows that it's... Uh, he needs to get stuff done too. Yeah, yeah, done too. And uh, as more as you are done, as more, uh, as more as you do, you're more deep, deeper in it. Mm. so you understand little yeah, b- sure they keep pulling me back what's the one yeah, line? Bit, yeah. <laughs> so who else is in Alex with you it's uh, Raquel Vermlander, who's in uh, the Ghost Maman and the Maximilian Alonso my son uh, Anna Björkerid and uh, Anja Lundqvist uh, Eric Bolin and some uh, guys yeah
1: okay n- n- nice cast looking yeah, yeah. forward to seeing that so what are we going to have? Six, t- 10, 12 episodes? Uh,
2: uh, six. Six. And uh, uh, they have asked me, how how was you thinking you're going to write eight or ten or six? Uh, uh, I didn't think like that. I was thinking to do, first of all, a good script. Yeah, good. That's the way to start. We would see if it's six or eight. Or, I I don't want to have eight that ju- and just put in things that to be there that is not so interesting so I, I
1: think that's sort of the benefit of the streaming world it doesn't have to be 60 minutes or 45 it has to be whatever the story needs exactly and i, and I know you have to think about okay we want to resell these kind of things to broadcast later yeah. but you have a little more freedom yeah to a little more freedom so we're looking forward to that starting right now on via play third of november third of november right now alex starring gago on via play thanks for coming up thanks, thanks for joining for us me here. this is stream close-up Thanks again to Gago for taking the time to join us. Once again, I'm Brian Laffin, and this podcast is produced by Jose Fernandez. Don't forget our Twitter account, at Stream Closeup if you want to reach out. We would like to thank the good people at I Like Radio for hosting the podcast and setting us up with the studio. Thanks, guys. If you haven't done it yet, go to I Like Radio and check out all the great podcasts there while we work on the next episode of Stream Close-Up. We'll be back soon.
0: D-E-R-M dot com.